Hello everybody and welcome back to episode 68 of the Everton Motor Racing Podcast. Hope you have a good week after... It was, been, it was hot last weekend, it's quite cool now, thankfully. I'm quite enjoying the coolness. The you coolness? Um, yeah, the coolness. You're cool Dave. enough already, you know? I know, oh, I Don't know. say that, I really... <laughs> <laughs> um, Jacob, 68, please. Do you know, I ain't going to lie, I completely forgot about it this week, so I haven't even thought about it, so give me a sec. Don't come to me. <laughs> oh yeah, Cameron, I'll go to you. No, 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 no don't, come. don't come to me, don't come to me. Uh, uh, come on, there's one major one who's on a MotoGP a few years ago. I was in MotoE the other year. Um... Um, and he led a Grand Prix before crashing, and he scored zero points that year. Right, he's from he's from uh, he's from uh, South America, from Colombia. All oh, right, it's not David Alonso. Right, number sixty-eight. Um, well, it sounds like Jacob's got it, so I'll just let him take it from here. I mean, I was, <laughs> I've got it, but I'm just making sure that, that <laughs> Jacob's got it. Yeah, so, Yanni. Yanni Hernandez. Yanni Hernandez. Oh, aye, that guy. Um, yeah. We've got, <laughs> oh, aye, that guy. <laughs> yeah, that dude. We've also got Tom Neve in BSB. Mm. And we've got my boy, the homie, who we will get on the podcast very soon, Luke Power. He's got the sickest name in racing. That is a good name. Luke Power. My boy. Oh, Moto America's on right now, and I've not got it on. I'm going to put it on in the background. Oh, goodness me. Yeah. Goodness me. No, I don't want Google Drive. I want Discovery Plus. Obviously. I did watch Moto America yesterday, actually. It was really good. Oh, yeah? I like Pit. Yeah. It's a good track. It's got everything. Yeah. Why have I got to sign in? Oh, this is going to be fun. But yeah, um, whilst I sign in, um, we've had a pretty, actually, okay race weekend this weekend in, uh, where was it? Austria. Austria. <laughs> <laughs> yes, come prepared. <laughs> so, obviously, they've had a few little... Um, Announcements, shall we say? Um, but before we go into those, I want to ask your opinions after we've watched the racing now about the new chicane and what you think about it. Um, it was boring until Fabio did his thing right at the end. That was crazy, dude. Yeah, that overtake on Jack Miller. Oh my yeah, word, that was dude. good. It, that made it worth it. That made it like okay, there's an extra level of spice in the racing now. Yeah. Good. And I think maybe now it's a shame that that was like one of the last moves to happen over the whole weekend. If somebody had tried that in Moto three, then maybe it would have happened in Moto two and GP a bit more as well. Seeing yeah, that, that kind of passes on. But yeah, I don't but know. it can happen. Like especially in Moto three, you know, I suppose like Munoz or whatever to try and go for it. Mm-hmm. I think I think it's a nice did in Moto three, but right as you turn in, so yeah. that probably put a few people off. Like the way yeah, I see fair. it is, look, we Fabio didn't have a major it, like, crash. Abby did. Fabio, literally on that on that move though, he knew he could have crashed there. Like he he just put it all on the line for that overtake there. He just mm-hmm. he kind of knew. Yeah, I still got twenty five point lead even if I do crash. And just went for it. Mm-hmm. I was quite impressed actually. But um, yeah, so he made a pretty good move on that. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Um, well, fa- Fabio and he, kind of Fabio had a stunning race. Oh man, he rode like it, and that was like beast. Today. It was a champion's yeah. ride. It was a champion's ride. Uh, bingo. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> but no, it was a genuine world champion's ride. That that was that was yeah. absolutely. I did like someone who is full of confidence. that don't need being a champion. Yeah, and the fact that he's riding the Yamaha at that level, like flipping hair. The yeah. talent that kid has. 
got is just unbelievable. Whatever they paid him for that contract, Rooney, well, it's worth it. It's that simple. Yeah, yeah. They Yamaha have done an absolute belter signing them, re-signing them, should I say? Um, but firstly, it's been announced this weekend. It came out of nowhere, actually. Normally, this stuff gets leaked, um, but it didn't get leaked until basically the announcement. Really, that. Sprint races are in MotoGP next year. Hmm. So I wanted to know you two's opinions before I voiced my own. <laughs> Go, Jacob. Go on, Cam. Go on, Cam. No, okay. Well, I don't know. I mean, as a spectator, I'm like, cool. There's now more, more. Yeah, there's more racing. There's more reason to buy a weekend ticket, I suppose. I mean, I enjoyed going for the weekend anyway. However, yeah, this does mean that the Saturday will now be busier and I don't like people... So, yeah, Saturday was always nice because you could just go sit in any grandstand, chill out, you know, then go home and then watch it on TV on Sunday when it was less busy. But yeah, I, I mean, if it, if it gets more ticket sales and it raises the profile of the sport, although I don't know how it's going to do that because the only people that are going to know I or care so. about there now <laughs> being sprint races are the people who already watch it. So I mean, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, like. I don't know, take it or leave it. I feel sorry for the riders having to do more now and having more pressure and like races are where injuries and stuff happen and, As you know, you're, you're adding risk. Today? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're, adding, uh, you're adding more risk. Um, yeah, so I kind of feel sorry from that. Yeah. yeah, in that regard. But eh, as a spectator, cool, bring it on. Um, but people seem to really hate change, don't they? It's not about change. It's not about change. Like people hate change, don't get me wrong, but it's not about that on this occasion. It's about a stupid ass idea. Okay. Well, okay. What's your opinion, Jacob? I fucking hate it. As everyone else does, apparently. (laughs) It's it's already a bloated calendar. Like, it's not like F1 where, like, although F1 is super physical, there's much less injury chance, for example. Much yeah, less. If you risk. crash an F1 car, you're still sat in the car. If you crash yeah. a GP bike, you're being sent out the fence. Yeah, you're getting yeeted. <laughs> mm-hmm. And for me, it's like they're just milking an already built cow now. You know what I mean? Like they Yeah. It does feel like, that way. It feels quite cynical. And it feels sort of desperate. Like, Let's just yeah. It it reminds me of, you know, you're working like a regular old job and then your manager's like, okay, we're now gonna work on Sundays or whatever. We're now gonna do this extra shift. And you're just going to have to deal with it. And uh, we haven't yeah, talked to anyone The riders about weren't it. consulted about it. They consulted yeah. the teens, but not the actual guys going out on track and actually riding the bike. Since mm. 1947. Fabio doesn't like it. Fabio doesn't like oh, it. Yeah. Alicia doesn't like it. Yeah, literally since 1947, Grand Prix has been one race. 1949. Mm. Whatever. Like it's been one race. I mean, Will Superbike has been the multiple race. Yeah. It's, and it's, it's just like, a dumb idea. It's, it's good. You're going to see more injured riders... Mm-hmm. More, less sponsorship because now this isn't going to bring in any more people like who do we think is going to be like oh I got an idea let's watch this short Saturday race fuck the Sunday it's, it's yeah. not going to be anybody so now you're going to have to have more resources which means you're going to be sp- making less money it's going to cost more to run a team more to, more to run everything aside from that then your video pass is going to cost more because Probably, there's going to yeah. be more races mm-hmm. yeah it's just a complete money grab, a stupid ass idea. Carmelo's lost his shit. Yeah, it does feel like a cynical money grab, and that it, yeah, it yeah. just feels purely like a business 
thing and it doesn't have the sport sort of at the forefront. I hope that the backlash intention. will say to him, oh, maybe this wasn't such a good idea. Because like there I are going to be so. people who complain about good changes. But Oh yeah, you being this one. Is, <laughs> no, actually, I, I was one of the <laughs> very few when they announced Q1 and Q2. And I thought, fuck, what an idea. And everybody was like, oh, why, why are you changing your standard qualifying? Because that was a good idea. But this, this ain't. Mm. Hmm. Okay, well, my opinion, opinion. Yeah, I'm neutral on it. <laughs> so, I don't love it, and I don't hate it either. Like okay. for me, seeing extra racing, great. You know, yeah, yeah, I'm all totally. about that. This is fantastic. But for me, somebody who obviously has to do work regarding MotoGP, it's more work for me. It means on a Saturday, like if I went to go out on a Saturday, which I don't, because I have to consider him and those qualifying results but I can kind of <laughs> handle that and you can be a bit slower on a Saturday whereas when there's a race happening you can't be mm. and the way that I don't know for me like I like the idea of more racing of course I do I don't like the idea of riders having to do 42 races minimum next year having to put more stress on, you know, there's a higher chance of injury riders. What if they crash and destroy their bikes? You know, um, I don't know. But as the things I like about it, obviously is more racing, but things I don't like about it is more work for people. You know, you've got journalists all across the world who are having to now do extra work and additional work for it. They're probably not going to get paid any more to do it. Mm -hmm. You know, especially exactly. And they're doing it. They're sacrificing FP3 and FP4 for it and warm-up. And you're still doing... It doesn't actually equate to your grid position either. Mm. So, which would be... in. I think that would be better because they're going to do a regular qualifying. That's what I was about to say. If they did a sprint race and say Fabio crashes out the sprint race and he has to start last, how amazing would that be for the race? That would be so much better. What I thought was keep the Q1 and Q2 format. My idea yeah. was you do FP1, FP2, mm. and whoever's the top 12 goes into the Q2 qualifying race or top 10. Then the rest of them say it probably has to be 12 because you can't enter two races. But like then the 12th down to last enter the Q1 qualifying race because you could come last in free practice because you had an issue, but you could go and win that qualifying race and then start 13th. Yeah, but it should set the grid position at the very least. If they want to race, it should mean yeah. something in grid position, not take prestige away from Sunday. Yeah, and also taking away free practice sessions. A lot of the times, riders only really find a good setting in FP4, maybe or in FP3. Yeah, so now you've got FP1 and two to try and find. You've got what one hour and a half of track time to try and find an ideal setting for two races and qualifying. What if it rains on the Friday and you go into Saturday blind with no setup? Yeah, well, this is what I was going to say as well. Like, say if it was absolutely torrential rain on the Saturday and you felt like you had a good chance of winning on the Sunday when it was going to be dry, would you want to go out there and take the risk for half points if you thought... No. And well, yeah, because the top nine score points and the race win doesn't count towards your championship in the regards of the fact of how many wins you've got. Second and third uh-huh. don't get podium position, like a MotoGP podium for it, and your wins only count for 
half points, you know, 12 points yeah, but your wins, points. your wins, you don't go, if Zarko won that, he wouldn't be a MotoGP race winner, he'd be a MotoGP sprint race winner that goes in a different column. Mm. Okay. It's, it's, it just feels completely half-arsed. Yeah. yeah that's um, it feels like they saw something F1 did, I thought, ooh, let's do that. Oh, shit, we haven't got the resources. I'll do it anyway. Yeah, I mean, my issue with it, there's a few issues, and there's a ways they can do it. I did see a tweet on Twitter from somebody who said, it was a good idea, actually, that said, make it like what Moto America does, where they make it free to air on a Saturday, put it on live broad, live broadcast it on Twitter, on YouTube, on Facebook, and people who don't watch the sport can watch this race for free and then still keep the main event behind a paywall as they do now. Because that's a good way of getting people into the sport. Yeah. Because they get a, a little taster of what you can expect from the sport. But don't do Saturday and Sunday behind a paywall because then you, no one benefits from <sighs> yeah. it. It's still yeah. not a going to wider audiences. And my other major point is the fact that, yes, sprint races work. They work in BSB. You know, we see them, Moto America do them every so often. Obviously, it works in World Superbikes really well. It works in F1. But why are we following the trends of everybody else? Yeah. Why can't MotoGP, you know, this massive sport with multi-millions of pounds, probably a billion dollar industry now by now, you know, why isn't they? Why haven't they got somebody in there who can think of some other idea that's mm. different to everybody else? You know, even like incentives for riders, for example, if you have to start the race from 13th place and if you can win the race, we'll give you double points or something I don't know, little things like that to make the racing a bit more interesting, a bit more spiky, because the racing's been boring recently. The crowds are dropping back because Valentino Rossi's retired. Mm-hmm. And instead of trying to spice it up, they're just doing what everybody else is doing. And as a sport, you need to grow and evolve. Yeah. Of course you do. You can't be sat doing the same thing because, you know, it's like flogging a dead horse. You know, if it's not working, you have to do something. And I respect that. And I'm so glad that they have taken the initiative to do that. Yeah. Why are they not? Why can't they think outside the box? Why do they have to follow the trend of everybody else? Do you know what mm. it feels like to me? What? Look how F1, right? When F1 was finally released from the grip of Bernie Eggleston and handed over to Liberty Media, look how it grew. Yeah. Well, Carmelo that's... now feels like the Bernie Eggleston. It feels like his archaic old ideas yeah. and panicky I... ideas are holding mm. the sport back now. I think that because. Like, there was a comment on BT Sport, actually. Um, and they said, oh, you know, these sprint races are better for the younger generation because they can't concentrate or whatever. But what? um, <laughs> I was like, what the hell? But I saw a really good tweet from um, from Lauren Alexander, who's actually on, she's on site and lap, who's on this podcast the other week. Um, I fully agree with it. I'm going to give her all the credit for that. Uh, I'll read it out. So it said, Hang on, I think I'm going to do it in an Irish accent, right? I'm not doing that. <laughs> But it said adding another race is not making MotoGP any more accessible because they're trying to make MotoGP more accessible by adding another race. Right. Um, instead, she said, help young people get into the paddock, help promote young content creators and open the paddock up. This would be much more useful to viewer figures and than more races. And you see it in World Superbikes. You go to World Superbikes, they've got the massive paddock show. You can walk through the paddock. You've got the riders riding through the paddock, you know, after races. And we stood, like me and Jacob, were stood by the barrier as... Dominique Agata and all that were going past and like high five and mm. everybody and you're giving them an experience you know it should be when you go to F1 race I've never been to one but from what I see it's not just you're going for the racing you go for a full experience it's like yeah. a full day of this massive experience of all these things and you go to World Superbikes they've got the panic show Michael Hill and it's an experience 
yeah. you go to MotoGP and you watch the three races and you go home. Yeah. We were just not experience. We? Like how how much I would more, how yeah, much more fun I, it felt but like with real superbikes, like more carnival I'm, I'm atmosphere. Ho- I'm totally going towards the bikes next year over MotoGP. But I had to pick of a two, well, to bike every time because that was so much better than any Merge GP you know I've ever had. I found out as well. Obviously, what? media passes cost £500 a ride, uh, uh, an entry in MotoGP, yeah? Not even yeah. F1 charger. Oh, yeah, F- no. So MotoGP I, is the only one that charges to get a media pass. It's just I can give you the official figure. So, a media pass, if you want to be a media accredited journalist, you have to pay €5,000 for the season. Yeah. So all these top journalists, you know, you might Oxleys and all that, they have to pay five, especially if you're a freelancer. And it's €500 Euros for an individual If round. you did to one race, yeah. yeah. But if you are, you know, one to for full season, it's €5,000. Mm-hmm. F1 don't do that. Yeah, because they, Yeah, because they want, they want people to go there. Was Dorna putting these barriers up and then wondering why mm. people aren't going there? Yeah, like they, they've like, just completely fucked it, I'm afraid. Yeah, well, it feels like the, old business savvy being like, everything's got to cost money. Absolutely everything yeah. that we can and provide needs to cost money. And it, It's yeah, all about it's making money. And you've got mm. riders paying stupid fees for rides and you know, you've know got world champions like Remy Gardner who publicly said today that He's not got a seat for next year, and there's not really a hope for MotoGP rides. So he's looking at Moto Two and Moto Two bikes next year. Mm. Like you're a Moto Two world champion, you're being ousted from the grid for a Spaniard who's got more money than you, aka mm-hmm. you know Augusto Fernandez is the likely candidate. And it's like, what the hell, you know? And I don't know. It's just MotoGP is getting so archaic. It's like Jacob said with the Bernie Eccleston. I've been saying it for a while. Dorna need a shakeup or to just go. You get some like they've done a spectacular job, but something well, needs to change. Feels like because... Carmelo's reached the end of his tenure to be like. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not criticizing him in the slightest, but the man is nearly eighty years old. You know, I mean, he's past retirement age. It's time to pass the torch now. Isn't it? Like he does mm. a good job, and his son, obviously Carlos, does a really good job as well. Mm. Um, but like uh, for a personal view, because I've run obviously up for motor racing for seven years now, right, and my, I don't think that will ever get me into a paddock because there's nobody obviously paying me money to do it. There's no, there's nothing, and there's no helping hand from MotoGP going, yes, you are doing an amazing job. Like, I'm not trying to brag. These are the facts. I've got over a quarter of a million people on all of my platforms, right? Mm-hmm. I have built that from scratch. Surely somebody in Dorna would go, that's amazing. Come into the paddock. We'll help you out. Blah, 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 blah. None of that. When I look at F1, there are people with less followers than me doing the exact same thing in the paddock, getting paid a salary to do the exact same thing I do. But because F1 want that, F1 promote young talent, they promote young content creators, and they do these things to help grow the sport, whereas MotoGP and Dorna don't care about that. They, If anything, they try and take us down and counts like mine down by taking down your content or restricting you or just like copyright claiming photos even though it's for editorial use and yeah it's just, you know it's, 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 they're stuck uh, in 2002 man yeah they are they need to grow the times and they're not and you know mm-hmm. there's like I look through social media and the talent some people have got for like graphic designing and editing video editing is mm. outstanding and then you look in the GP paddock and it's crap like their social media is crap yeah there's that's always just mistakes they, that's because they pay you 24 grand a year yeah, 2,000 <laughs> I mean, euros, yeah. <laughs> but like, um, 
they pay like not even that like the stuff isn't very good but then you look at F1 you've got like, the Aston Martin F1 team who care about that image and they got a guy called Jimmy who's a fantastic video editor and he runs all the TikToks for them and all their socials for them and mm-hmm. because they care about that younger audience and grasping that and they're getting tens of millions of views on TikTok. MotoGP couldn't couldn't yeah, do it anywhere near that. That's just one team doing that. Never mind that entire sport. And it just, for me, just seems like this sprint races is like what Jacob said. It's a desperate attempt to try and do yeah. something. Whereas it's just doing the same as everybody else. Whereas they're not thinking outside the box. And that's where the issue lies. It's not about sprint races. I don't think... like. No one's complaining about more racing. It's the fact that their solution to the problem is doing the same thing everybody else is doing, I think. Yeah. That's not even the same thing because if they were doing the same thing that F1 did, then it'd be fine because F1 sprint races are few and far between. They feel, you know, like an event. They feel special. Like, yeah. you know, there's something different, but it's not every single race and it sets the grid. They are doing a sprint race every single round. What's the point? Yeah, what is the point? It's not special. And like, yeah, I don't know. And like to be those, fair, like... The F1 sprint races at Monza, they were banging because yeah. they were something different. Like everybody was like, oh, what's going to happen here? Oh, no. And then like, you know, it all went a bit like with Sorted Plan when Max obviously got the, the pole. Behind yeah. him, everything went went carnage and then McLaren won the race because of it. Yeah. Like, and it, then... it set up a different story. Yeah, like I did some freelance earlier in F1 and I've I've never really watched F1, never really cared for it. I watched my first F1 race like last year and then obviously I worked in F1 early this year because funnily enough, I got an opportunity to work in F1. Not had that opportunity to work in MotoGP, did I? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, F1's more welcoming and I covered a sprint race and it was amazing. But try going into F1 before the media came in. It'd be the exact same yeah. as MotoGP. Oh yeah, the paddock was completely closed off to everybody before Liberty Media came in. Now... You can do a lot more in it, you know. Mm. But you and, still need money to move in the bigger circles, but yeah, that's the same as anything. Did they even use their influencers right? They had Tom Grennan there and like, like at Silverstone and I didn't really see much from it. And then they've got, whereas F1, you know, they get, they've got their photo. I don't know if you see it. If you follow F1, you'll know what I mean. It's like a pole position photo. And every time someone gets pole, they'll take a photo with a wheel and a celebrity like Mick Doom was on one early this year. Casey Stoner was at the Australian Grand Prix with Charles Leclerc. Mm. You know, and every year, every week, it's like, which celebrity is going to be taking this photo? MotoGP couldn't do that. Yeah, they wouldn't. Because it hasn't got the pull. Yeah, I, yeah, but the thing is, I understand it because the majority of people drive cars. MotoGP is motorbikes. It's more niche and it's difficult to get people into that because it's not a regular thing. And I understand that F1 will always always outperform MotoGP because people drive cars. They can relate mm. to that. But... They don't even seem to be know. trying, though. <laughs> the thing is, yeah. the money that they are going to be spending on making these sprint races work, they could pay a celebrity to come and attend the race and post about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Influencers are basically people for sale. Like for Influencer marketing is huge. And like, like they, they do have like people like Orlando Bloom and... Tom Cruise show up and things like yeah, that. But, but they again, are, they are people who love bikes. They, yeah, they're not like showing a, up oh, because look. they're influencers. They showed up because they love racing. Yeah, I always find that in America it does a bit better. Like last year when they had a London uh, Orlando Bloom do a lap of the track, 
mm. in his suit, you know, and that was quite a big thing on social media. And that was great. It's like, why don't you do that every time? Why don't you get mm-hmm. a celebrity to go around on a Ducati X2? Like, mm. you know, Can you major imagine, like, you know, a proper major celebrity, just like name anyone in your head who's like got millions of followers on Twitter. Yeah. Can like Michael imagine? Jordan, Michael yeah. B. Jordan. Like, if he came along, right, to a MotoGP race, and MotoGP slid him a few bucks and said, look, you know, promote this, promote that, show them the experience. Can you imagine how many people would see that? Thing is, like, that's instead, great. they want to do a, a short-ass race with fuck all. It's just, ugh. But the thing is, like you say, it goes back to one of my earlier points, and Cameron's very quiet. Also, no, I'm, I'm, in, I'm just sitting quietly agreeing <laughs> with everything being said. And fair and, enough. But yeah, like yeah. Jacob, Jacob, you just said, you know, like oh, you know, pay him the money, show them the event, kind of thing. But it's not an event, is it? It goes back to my early point of yeah. You go to F1, it's an event, mm. it's a spectacle. The racing is like ten percent of it. But, but, like, you've got everything else. MotoGP is. 95% of it and then like a little stage show with Dizzy Rascal on or whatever but my point is that that could then enable you to then grow to create the event so to speak yeah yeah but like then it, you, need it, some... you need to plant a seed and they, they have you no need, seed you need to make people want to come to the event because mm. it's a case of for the GP fans they go to the event because it's their home race and they like MotoGP but it's no one's going Oh, the MotoGP's on this uh, Silverstone. You know what? I've got a weekend free. I'll just head down. Yeah. No one's doing yeah. that. It's only the people who actually care. And the about other, it the other going. point is, nobody went to the MotoGP to go and watch Dizzy Rascal either. Did they? You know what I mean? Like no. that's not a slight of Dizzy Rascal, for example. But it's just the the audience is like not interested. Yeah, it's just it yeah. feels like afterthoughts. It's the yes. racing plus some afterthoughts. Um, yeah. Or there Whereas might be like a charity be... auction. That'll be fun. Uh, and then the rest of the time, you just go back to your tent or wherever you're staying. And you Yeah, know, it needs yeah. to be a case of you want to attend it and then the racing is a bonus almost. Yeah, I don't want it to be too commercialized, don't get me wrong, because some things F1 do, I look at it and just cringe. You know what I mean? But they're trying so much outside the box that they have to be applauded. Well, that's it. Like some things stick, some things don't. I yeah, don't know, like, like, I, like I'm not knocking them for having a go at this speed race. You know what I mean? But the execution is poor at best. It's like asking someone to plaster your ceiling and then it falls down a week later. Yeah, I think they should They should have just, instead of having them at every race, they should have chose them at... The fast, five fastest races. Yeah, or, or f- five like very different races as well. well just for you know example, I mean? so, Silverstone, sprint race would be amazing. Mugello, sprint race would be amazing. Mugello, sprint race would be unbelievably Yeah, good. Phillip Island, sprint race would slap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I mean? I'm sorry, but I do not want to see a sprint race around Thailand or Sepang. Yeah, who or... the hell is going to give a shit, shit like, about A Buram. Valencia sprint race. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I like, love you Valencia because overtake... it's such a difficult circuit, but it's not going to suit a sprint race in the slightest. No, because you can't overtake around it. No. You know, well, they need to pick and choose the races. Don't do every that's single why it, one. Again, F1 nailed it. Monza, fastest yeah, track on exactly. the calendar, suits sprint yeah. races. Imola as well was yeah. another one. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's just... Like any, like if they did a sprint race at Monaco, it would be ridiculous because you yeah. can't overtake. Like you know, F1 and F2 prove that. Uh, F2, F3, sorry, because they are sprint races, so to speak. Like yeah. it's obviously, it's still a long ass race, but nobody overtakes at Monaco. Or, or nobody does anything different at the sprint race, so to speak. Maybe a strategy call is different, but other than that, F1, yeah. F1 has strategy calls, but GP doesn't have that. You know, you're not going in to change tyres. 
No, exactly. It's just, like I said, it's just desperate, Done. isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, that's the only, like, that would be the stamp. Just desperate. But- yeah, like, like, it sounds all very negative, but I think we're echoing what everybody else thinks genuinely. But, like, I am excited to see extra racing, of course. I can't complain about extra racing. And it is amazing. And, like, uh, I don't want to be sound like negative or whatever, because, again, I'm very excited about the prospect of extra racing. Of course I am. I love racing. And it will be interesting to see, you know, Jack Miller and what he can do in a 10 lap scrap because he's well yeah. up for it, you know. <laughs> Zarko's going to be brilliant at him. Zarko and Vinales yeah. obviously can't do the first five laps, so he's screwed, but... It's just, it's just like, you know. I, I'm struggling to say anything positive because they've executed it so badly that it's not positive. It's that they simple. haven't even, like, asked the riders' opinions first and then they've gone, um, if you don't like it, tough. Yeah, riders, exactly. You know? Oh, yeah. Fabio yeah. doesn't I, like I it? Oh, well, screw Fabio. How hilarious would it be, right? Come Portimao, first race of the season, right? Sprint race time. Nobody shows up on the grid. Oh, that'd be amazing. <laughs> they just sit in their garage and be like, we're going to do that, man. Like that F1 race where they all protested. Or yeah. <laughs> like, oh, six did start then, obviously. But like, yeah, just yeah. imagine if you were there, right? You're minding your own and then you go out ready to turn the lights off and there's nobody to start. How amazing that'd would be. that be? The thing is, they can just refuse, you know, and... <laughs> What was it in the press conference? Somebody said, a journalist, I can't remember, I would credit, but I can't remember for the life of me. They asked about a riders' union. Oh, the German journalist. Mm. Yes, I yeah. know what you mean. And Carmelo went mental about it. But the thing is, a riders' union wouldn't be a bad thing because Carmelo, I'm sorry, yes, you're making a decision. Yes, you're telling riders to suck it up. You're not the one putting your life on the line. Do you know yeah. who I think would be brilliant to head up that union? Dovi. Yeah, Dovi would be great. Dovi oh, would be perfect because he's... Very recent. Or a leash. A leash. Yeah, or a leash. I was going to say a leash. He would tell yeah. them. But Dovi, exactly. obviously, Dovi, would, Dovi is retired after the next race. Yeah, yeah, you know, He could oh, dedicate full time. time to that. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, Dovi would be doing MXG. Dovi, Dovi's a very, you know, very smart, very considered man. Like, yeah. I think he, he would be perfect. Why but didn't they ask? Because Carmelo hates unions. Uh, why, <laughs> why didn't they ask the people that actually put the money in their pockets and ask the viewers? Well, yeah. That's what this survey they was, apparently. That was a survey, yeah. And when, when they were asked, the journalists, I think it was Maddie Scottier, um, asked, is this result of the of the <laughs> fan, you know, the fan questionnaire that we did? And he refused to answer the question properly. Yeah, he he straight up gave one of those, uh, you know, like the politician answers. Yeah, they don't yeah. actually answer the question. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, so that says mm. to me that it no. wasn't even part of that. And yeah. they are just plowing ahead. Like, it's just pig-headedness. Pure pig-headedness. Yeah. I hate it. Ah, oh, it's just, ah. Oh. Frustrating. Like, I, can't, like, I, 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 I can see why some people would enjoy it. But it, do, it does need to be in a different manner. It's like, Because yeah. it's, it's got such good potential. Because a, a Saturday race, you know, FB4 is boring. Let's make no bones yeah, about it. It is. So, it's so, it's so essential. It like it, it's so essential to your race weekend, but mm. my God, it's boring. Yeah. Like so, if you have a race instead to replace that, okay, fine. But you know, don't don't take the prestige away from the points on Sunday. It yeah. should you yeah. should literally be racing for twenty five points on Sunday, not twelve on a Saturday. I think. Yeah, like riders can like. Sorry, Karen, Cameron. Well, I was just going to say. I think it, it might be fun to watch initially as a spectator then once the novelty wears off I think everyone will just be like oh 
You're like, these, oh, it's the sprint yeah. race time. Well, yeah. like, like these poor British riders race. have to go out again. You know, like these poor riders. Like, <laughs> like per this way yeah. for me, right? I got two kids. Oh, no. I, on race weekends, I plan most of my weekend for the Saturday. So whether it's qualifying or a sprint race, it makes no difference to me. I'm not going to watch it anyway. You mm. know what I mean? I, I, I do everything for the Sunday. Thing is, like, and, and, and this might come as a shock to me both, but lots of people have kids. Yeah, and they have lives. Like, yeah, you know, for me, right? I don't have either. I do is, <laughs> like, obviously, I've done this every motor racing thing for seven years and whatever. The last three years, I've made a point of canceling all my weekend plans and revolving my weekends around MotoGP. And, mm. you know, like, but not everyone can do that. And, you know, I'm still 24, but it might come a time where I can't do that anymore, you know? And, mm-hmm thing is like people you want to make people what want to watch the races but this isn't the way to do it you know and like for example I'll give us an example my sister barely doesn't watch the races anymore like she watched them she was watched every race pretty much last year and she watched them maybe on catch up early this year but now she has zero interest in it really like mm. like today they were on and she was sat in the other room and she was just watching a random TV program it's like Mercury we start in 10 minutes not asked not, not asked. bothered what if, right? Hear me out. Oh, oh, oh good. But whenever what someone if, says, hear me out. Right, hear me out. What it's terrifying. I haven't had any whiskey, nor do I okay. have any. Because I'm hang on, poor. hang on there. Hang on. Yeah. Okay, very nice. Put it away. Anyway, what if, <laughs> what if they'd gone the other way and made the races a lot longer, like F1, where you needed a tire and change. A stop. You needed a, See, a refuel. That would be cool. I would be fully up for that. No, mm. no. But the thing is, right, as much as, yeah, that'd be great. You got three races in a day, though. MotoGP eh? is so physical that mm, it, it just yeah. riders wouldn't be able to do it. Even taking that out of the equation, MotoGP races are very good at the moment in terms yeah. of closeness of field. Longer races would mean bigger gaps which means more boring. Like, uh, imagine now, right? A 60-lap race. Oh, God. <laughs> Fabio, with the Fa- Fabio clears <laughs> off on lap two. Mm. <laughs> what happens then? But then, yeah, mm. but I don't know. You know, whether you've got 15, 30, 60, 90 laps, if someone clears off lap two, it kind of sets the tone. The Three, only way yeah. someone's catching up then is if they cock up the pit stop. Well, and you don't want to see that. Or like tactics, mm. you know, starts to rain or... Yeah, what you know, are you going to do? Send Jack Miller out for the undercut. It's just then going to work. Like. Mm. No, I love you. Year, I like yeah. your, 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 your. Again, like I like the idea. It's going to be better yeah. than the sprint races. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, know, you should have been able to make the idea, but <laughs> it would be very hard to change up two motorbike wheels in two seconds, though, like an F1 one. Well, that's, that's the, the same for thing. everyone, though. Same for everyone. Yeah, because no, then if like Honda develops a, a quick release that's ten times faster than Yamaha, protests ahoy. Well, the Ducati wouldn't it? They would have the quickest changeover because of some mad tech. Yeah, but anyway, button on the handlebar shoots the wheel out. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine going to it, your, your um, lowering device, and instead you hit that button, then you lose your wheel. <laughs> Pops off the back. Yeah, shoots out, bang, insulation. That's the end of the title. Like. Okay. Bit of Mario Kart style. Yeah. yeah. See, now, that would f- be like, that would be better than the sprint race. <laughs> like every lap, Pego gets thrown a banana or something. It'd be yeah. brilliant. Yeah, I mean, I, there's Imagine a lot of... Remy gets a blue turtle. I was literally about to say, yeah, the KTMs get a blue shell right in the back. Oh, dear. Anyway, 
This is a really like, high quality podcast. Yeah. It's, it's no stupider than the fucking sprint race. That's, yeah. that's the yeah. problem. Yeah. Well, like, but I'm just watching, I've just finished watching um, Murder America. Uh, congrats to Jake Gagne for the 10th race of the season now. Nice. He leads the championship by one point. What are you, um, well, are you telling me Jake Gagne won a Moto America race? No. No. I, by the way, not. side note, I really can't wait to see him race in Portimao. I it's a shame they don't race at Laguna because I think he'd absolutely spank them around there. Mm. But I'm very excited. As for we've that seen, anyway. though, we'll see if yeah. it's a different kettle of fish, innit? Yeah, of course. But my point is, right, we're watching the Moto America, right? You've got MotoGP. Yeah, they're, on, they're up there on the podium and that's great. But the Moto America podium is great. I don't know if you've seen it. It's this mm. massive, like, enclosure and, like, all three bikes apart there and there's obviously, like, yeah, nice. Pretty woman stood at the back. Um, but then the riders go on the podium, and it's this big, like, open area, mm. and this it's really it's good accessible. And, like, yeah, and same with Merle Superbikes. The podium is on the stage. Yes, you know they don't use the regular podium; they use the actual stage mm. in the paddock, so the fans can stand at the bottom and look and go, "Wow!" You know, whereas if you're sat at like turn eight on the circuit, and they've got the podium on the start finish straight. You yeah. have a trekking around to then try and find a space. Whereas if they've got it in the middle of the paddock, you can just go and see the ride. Mm. But mm. Yeah, like, uh, Will Superbike has been the ginger stepchild for quite a while now, hasn't it? But it's in terms so of better. that, in terms of their everything around the racing, they are miles ahead of MotoGP now. Yeah, so and Michael Hill, credit to him, he has absolutely done a stellar job. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, for sure. Because there's every bit of crazy crazy guys because he's basically made it You've made it's made you want to go and watch the podium. Like, yeah. In reality, like, remember, if you're at Silverstone and you, you know, are you going to traipse along to see the Moto Three podium? Are you fuck? No, no. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't be really like, harsh about it. Like, but you know what I mean. Like, you just watch yeah, on a screen was, instead. You'd be much closer. You could see more. Yeah, it was, we were like walking along to go and watch the Super Sport podium. And the thing is, as well, because you're in the paddock, you can see all the bikes as well. Like. Mm. As they're being checked over, and so we stood there, like stood around the bikes, watching the bikes get yeah, checked as, over. As, a, and... as like as nudes, we were looking at all the different bits, weren't we? And it's just looking yeah. at it like, oh, look at that, oh, look at this. Like in MotoGP, as soon as you get in, there's a cover over it. You don't know shit. Yeah, and mm. I get it. I get the difference between production riding and prototype racing. I get that it's different, and MotoGP mm. is more glossy and all that. But it's just there's a, there's a happy middle ground that MotoGP is not hit. Not yet, and it, I don't think they will. While while with the while, right... while it's as as we are now, with the people in charge that we have now, it won't. Yeah, like I'm saying, like with the right leadership and the right guidance, it could definitely hit that mark. But yeah, but it's could, isn't it? Mm. Mm. Well, it should. Yeah. Like Ralph Fernandez could win the title. Not gonna happen. Mm. Good no, you can't Is anymore. Is that exactly possible? It, no, it's not. No. <laughs> yeah, just say for example, like like at the start of the season, he could have won the title, mm. but he ain't. Yeah. No, uh, Ralph Fernandez. Wait, how many points has he got? Yeah, he's got five. Yeah, he's actually out of the championship. Unfortunately, Dovi can't win the championship either. Neither can Fabio well, Dovi. Definitely won't win the championship now. No. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's... Unless he wins Misano <gasps> and he'll get 300 yeah. points for it. His next race is his last race. I just yeah. realised. Oh, That's the only way he's winning it now is if he wins Misano and he'll get like 450 points for the win. No, I'm, yeah, I'm sad now. See, if, if, that, mm. if they put that in. Mm. If you win your retiring race, then you yeah. get a season's yeah. worth of get, Yeah, then you get 450 <laughs> points. <laughs> but, uh, um, someone BSB, phone like up the BSB, uh, Just thinking, right? A BSB Showdown. That's a great thing, way to end the season. If you don't know about the British Superbike Showdown, 
basically when there's I think two rounds to go so they have three races each round so two rounds to go and there's six races to the left it might be three rounds to go three rounds, don't yeah. quote me on it um, what they do they take the top eight riders Brand and give Stoney them an extra yeah um, and they basically will give them an extra 500 points so mm. they are clear well clear mathematically of ninth place so they can't get that and then the rest of the riders battle for the riders cup of ninth place but the riders in the showdown, then their points are all reset to 500. And then your podiums, so if you got first, you might get five points. If you got second, you might get two points. And then third, mm. you might get one point. Or Podium credits. Second is three points. Yeah, and every podium you get are all added up. And then you are given a number, a figure, for how many podiums you've had. And then it continues like that. And it shakes up because Jason O'Halloran was clear of Taron McKenzie Championship last year. Like he was light years ahead, Jason Halloran on a normal season, yeah. that was it. He was oh, his title. was the regular season champion. Yeah, but because of the showdown, O'Halloran had three crashes, and Tara McKenzie won the championship because mm. you know then it you've, keeps you, it exciting. You, you don't podium credits don't matter then once you hit the showdown. Yeah. Like you still get twenty five points for a win then as normal. The credits yeah, are just to like get just you to into boost the showdown you because they boost you after the showdown to reward you for your pre-season progress, you know. Mm. And, and so, you know, it's, it keeps it exciting think, to the last round. I think it is a very good idea, but I think it only works in Britain because we have so little tracks. Yeah, GP have like so many. Yeah, that's it. Like, you go back to them on the showdown then. Like, you, like they do Silverstone GP, Dono GP, and obviously Brandsatch GP instead of Brandsatch Inji. Like, they do yeah. different configs. Like, that wouldn't yeah, really cool. work about GP. No, but I don't know if there's a proper solution. To that. But the thing is, that's an idea. You know, the showdown was Stuart Higgs and co thinking outside of the box. Yes, it was a great idea. And it works in Britain do, because yeah, it's a good do, idea. They do these things where if you win six races consecutively, you get like 50 grand check. Yeah, some monster like energy sponsor it and I don't know. Yeah, and then they do things where they give you know a rider. You, let me go back hold on, to what you said. Hold on, then. hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> and they give a rider a a chance to start from the back of the grid, and if they win the race, they get like twenty five grand. Mm. Like, why don't they do incentives like that? But, but let me let me go back to what you said earlier, though, where you were on about um, you know having to constantly evolve this side and the other. I don't think MotoGP needed to be touched, at least not at the moment. Like. It's it turn like there's nothing you can do at the minute that's gonna just give you that magic boost in sales in you know in, in anything that they are looking for with a sprint race. Yeah. And now they've yeah. messed with a format that is providing good racing for well, the sake that. of like literally for the sake of maybe, you know, ten thousand more people who yeah. like let's be real, if you watch a sprint race and you enjoy it. You're probably not going to a race because you enjoy watching it on TV. Well, that's yeah. like I was, yeah, I was about to say it, it sounds like the issue isn't necessarily solved by how often or what the riders are doing on track. I think it's everything around about it, it's the whole surrounding culture and fan yeah. interaction that needs sorted. That's how you um, get people there. Can I, and can I just point something out? Go then. This has pissed us off that much. We've talked about this for 44 minutes. Bloody hell. Gosh. We will get on to the rest of the show in a minute. <laughs> but um, People are going to be like, oh, will they just shut up again? <laughs> They're like, 
That's eh, all right. It's I probably mean, people ranting as well. I hope so. Yeah, yeah. that's the thing. Yeah, now they've ranted and asked for taking too fucking long. And, yeah. yeah, well, wrap it up in a minute, but like I was just watching the Aussie <laughs> Motor America again, and at the end, they had like a load of fans up on the podium with Jake Gagne, with Shotty, and with Petrucci. Class. Like, that's awesome. You know, there's tons of fans, and they're all getting like pro, like pro photos. And then it cut to a kid uh, playing around with a dog on a hill, and the dog was like on its back going, ah! <laughs> It's great. <laughs> Dogs are always oh, good. Brilliant. That's yeah, what they need. They statement. just needed a MotoGP dog. MotoGP dog. <laughs> That's all they needed. Yeah. Every, every, instead of grid girls, you got grid dogs. That would oh, be sick. Oh my God, I would be well more I would that. watch the shit I mean, out of that. The hearing, hearing is an issue, but apart from that, yeah. yeah Can you imagine just a dog from... with like the monster energy size shaved into him? Oh <laughs> You just oh, had to right. take it into abuse territory, didn't you? Yeah. Okay. Was that abuse? <laughs> so, <laughs> shall we go into the actual race weekend now? Well, I know. There's one oh, other what? thing I wanted to talk about. Obviously, oh, KDM God. and Gas Gas. Oh, yeah. So, so <laughs> only because I've had an idea and I want to run it past you two and see what you think of it. Oh, God. Because it gave me an idea based on what happened. Go on, explain it this first. This is worrying. This is worrying. No, no, so, no. I, I, I think you might actually like it. So carry on. So on Saturday, or whenever it was, it was the world's worst secret was announced that Gas Gas will be replacing KTM Tech 3 and it'll be KTM Tech 3 Gas Gas next year. And Paul Spargo is announced as one of the riders for next year. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Banging. Sick. Mm, it's cool. Yeah. Like is that literally looks... the finished livery or is it still to get probably the be a bit of red bull on they'll it? Probably, they'll probably have a few extra sponsors on the next year, ah, yeah, but okay. I would say... Yeah, that'll yeah. be Hervey's personal sponsors, I imagine, for the team and a bit of red bull on it, I guess. Bit of red yeah, bull. Maybe. Red bull gas gas. Yeah. Like, Barsha, oh, don't get me looks excited. amazing. <laughs> but like, obviously it got me thinking, like, when I was discussing it with you, Dick, but like, concessions, because I thought they were going to be classified as a new manufacturer. And obviously they're not going to be. KTM are going to get the manufacturer points for every gas gas finish this time the other. Yeah. Um, well, then they've got me thinking, and I haven't said it to you because I wanted to keep it for the pod. What would you two think about rider concessions? What, like? So, um, for example, um, say at the start of this season, or start of next season, they introduce rider concessions, right? If you haven't won in the past two years, much like manufacturers, you get more test time. For example, you get more engines. Like, yeah, or like as a as a know. as a rider. So, like, say for example, say you see a Luca Marini. He gets six test days a year more than say Pecco, who has won. Or like maybe even like stuff to amend the races. Like you get a, I don't know, like for one race of the year, you get to take one second off your race time. Well, no, no, because that's, that's, like, I mean, that would be something like you can get seven track indiscretions before a long lap loop instead of five. Yeah, yeah or something like yeah. that. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, that'd be cool. But my, mm-hmm. what I was thinking was like, you get, because testing is so little in MotoGP now. Yeah. What mm-hmm. if you hadn't what podiumed in two years or, or whatever, like you go up, you're treated as a rookie. Rookies then get six more test sessions to go with the test riders, for example. So, like, if you go yeah. up to Aprilia as a rookie, you then get to test with Salvadori, where Leish wouldn't. Yeah. And then, if you hit the podium, or, you know, you win, or get a second and a third, those concessions are then taken away. You do not get the test anymore for at least I mean, two years, much like much like manufacturers do. 
Yeah, that could work. Because um, then the, on, the only thing I was going to say, though, was the concessions for the riders would have, obviously, Ducati don't have concessions because they're winning all the time. It would have to be, you can only test on your current spec bike. You can't test any yeah. new parts. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to make it fun, though, in like, you know, little things like you can take a half a second off your call. Yeah, it would time. be, you know, again, but the like, fun it thing. has to be like, before the weekend. So going into this weekend, so you can't just do it and go, oh, I finished seventh and one second off will give me the win. I'll do it now. You know, yeah, it has to be yeah. going into the weekend. I don't pick. think you could do that. Like, like Cam's track limits one was a good one. Like that could yeah, be. like stuff like that. Yeah. Like because the, track the main problem is, it's very difficult to come into MotoGP and get the same amount of testing as Peko, who's won that previous year, for example. Yeah. Like, c- can you imagine going in as, like, look at DG, look at Bez. Yeah, but that's the point of being a rookie is you are on a blank slate. Yeah, but like then you need testing to get yourself up to the level. And then once you hit the level, like there's nothing saying, oh, you know, three test days, for example. Like say they Bez did three test days, then won a race. Those concessions are then gone. He doesn't get to test outside of the official tests for the rest of no, the year and the I next year. I think if you're a rookie, if you're a rookie, you can still do it. I think I think the concessions should only work if a rider is no longer a rookie. If you're a rookie, it's as normal. But yeah, look, mm. like look at Luca Marini; he's not yet got a podium, and he's not a rookie. He would yeah, benefit so. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He would benefit from much more test days, but only on his yeah. current bike. No new parts. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. I think um, that would be a good idea to help close the pack up, because like, look at Raul and Remy. If they had more testing on a bike that on probably the hardest bike now to ride as a rookie, that could only benefit them. Yeah, for sure. And then yeah. like if they were to say, like obviously, and it, it treated the same as manufacturer podium. So a wet podium would not count towards the rider concessions because it's wet. Yeah. Well, I mean, from you know, zooming out a bit, concessions have worked for bikes. So yeah. why wouldn't they also work for riders? They need to get them right, though. They need to a good yeah. bit of... Well, I, I think following the bike one would, at least as a start, would be fine. And just mm. say the test days as, as like a, a baseline to see how it would go kind of thing. So then like say Honda are testing a harass with Bradle. Like yeah. Alex Marquez has, has now re- would now have run out of podium uh, credits, so to speak. And he would have concessions back for this year because they ran out like he hadn't podiums in 2020, just yeah. as an example. He could then go and test with Bradle on his current bike, pound the laps, try and get a bit more comfortable. That could only benefit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Someone phone Dorna. Jacob wants a word. Yeah. Give him a ring. <laughs> right. Like, can you, can you, we move yeah. on? Like you just need List to. It. Yeah. Rookies, are, rookies get a raw deal in MoGB. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Right. Let's get on with the rest of this podcast. So, um, obviously, we'll go, we'll go Moto three, Moto two GP. Okay, and then we'll do our predictions at the same time as well because why not? Because it means we don't have to then repeat it and then go, oh yeah, Moto three. So, right, still haven't recorded a um a thing for this, unfortunately. <laughs> um, so <laughs> if you listen to our podcast you'll already know and you can skip this next 30 seconds but 30 seconds if you haven't listened before it's like three minutes we do our predictions every time and we predict the race the race result from the previous podcast so we are blind going into this and then we score it up 
and see how many points we've got. So if you pick a rider and they finish, so we do first, second, third. So if you, for example, pick Dennis Onshu to finish third on the podium, you and he finishes on the podium, you get one point if he doesn't finish third. So if he finishes second, for example, you also get one point if you finish, if you correctly predict the pole man. If you pick a rider to finish on the podium, say in second, and they finish in second, you get five points. If you correctly predict the winner, you get 10 points. If you correctly predict all three riders, but they're in the wrong positions, you get 15 points. If you correctly predict the riders, but again, they're in the wrong positions, but you get pole, you get 20 points. If you get all positions on the podium correct, <laughs> then you get 25 points. And then if you get all podium positions and pole, you get 30 points. Well done. Take a drink. Nice. Thanks. <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm definitely going to have to record that. If. Yeah. So when Jake and Cubby smug now, um, oh, no. last time out, <laughs> We obviously will zoom out three first. Jay, we predicted, I predicted Munoz to get pole. Cameron and Ryan predicted Onshu and Jacob picked Holgado and it was Holgado who got pole. Wow. Jacob scores one point. Nice. Oh, what a start. I can't wait for the <laughs> wow. rest of my bucket. <laughs> well, I was the only one who scored any more points. So. Oh, really? Oh, third place. I went for Garcia. Jacob went Holgado. Cameron went Messiah. Ryan went Messiah. Second place, I went on shoe. I should, I should have just done it. I should have just done. Yeah, yeah, like second yeah. So I'll just do it right. I predicted Munoz first, on shoe second, Garcia third. Munoz got on the podium, but he didn't win the race, and I get one point for that. Jacob went Guevara on shoe, Holgado zero on the podium. Cameron went Garcia, Guevara, Messia zero on the podium. Ryan went Foggia, Garcia, Messia zero on the podium. So Jacob gets one point. I get one point. Wow. Meaning we leave Moto3 a point richer. And the current standings leaving Moto3 is me on 203 points, Cameron on 141, Ryan on 126, and Jacob bringing up the rear with 117. Yeah, that's right. I'm sure you make outside predictions. We've gone last. <laughs> yep. So Maybe I'll do Meta- another one for the EMR bingo. There you go. The Moto3 race, though, I'm quite surprised that only one rider didn't finish the race, and that was Carlos Tatai. It was a good race, I thought. It was a good race. It wasn't amazing. I wasn't sort of holding my breath the whole way through, but it was good. Yeah. That new definitely put a fracture in the field, didn't it? It did. Yes. But like Onshu was off the rails. Like he was so aggressive. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But the the thing is, like, there should only be one person we are talking about. Yeah, but we'll get to him in a minute. We'll get him (laughs) to him in a minute. Because he's the only one worth talking about because of what he did. Yeah, but. I'm actually quite surprised that Garcia still holds that title lead because <laughs> he's yeah. not been good recently and he's still yeah, but he's done enough. his teammate. He, he, he's done what champions do and done enough on bad days. Mm. What's his it, gap it's now? Good. Like five points, isn't it? Um, I Eight, did send you the link. So yeah, yeah, sorry. I've got you should have it. It's yes, five points. Five points. Yeah. All right, sir. Sorry. Yeah, yeah I'm so, the boss here. But the bitch. thing about it is like both of them now are we're now approaching a tourney track again, not a straight track. Yeah. This is where Guevara and Garcia are strongest in the break. Yeah. They are demons on the brakes, and then they've got a pretty quick motorcycle to squirt them out of the corner. Mizano is going to be a different story to Austria. Mm. Yeah. Um, 
Absolutely. It was a good race, though. Obviously, we saw obviously a few little scraps. Cameron, what do you mean you need to work? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's in the three twice. Oh, it's in the three twice. All right. Fair oh, sorry. enough. Fair enough. I just read yeah. it like Moto three, Moto three. Oh, like, well, I send it. And yeah. that's three that's again. Moto, that's Moto three again. No, that's bro. <laughs> nah, nah. I've just copied that. No, look at it. Click it. Click I clicked it. Yeah, I clicked it. And... Why is it bringing up Moto three? I don't know. Oh, I'm looking God. at the thing, and it's got Moto two, <laughs> and now it's just refreshed to Moto three. That's weird. Hashtag oh, tech messed up. Technical go, issues. Technical Look, issues. All you have to scenes. do is change two to three there on that link. But, no, but uh, sir, I rely on you to do all the work for this. Yeah, so. that's fine. Okay. Uh, you are doing the audio editing, so that's fine. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, screw it. Let's talk about um, Ayu Misasaki leading the race, double on that penalty, down to 24th at one point, apparently. Even though I think it was 21st. It wasn't 24th, and then, it was 21st. I saw that comment and it's wrong. It's 21st. Yeah, 21st. <laughs> I Back nearly took him. I nearly chose him as well. I've chosen Suzaki. I figured he ran his belt too hard and he wasn't going to be himself. Mm, yeah, but that's what I thought. I was like, nah, there's no way that he can, he can be on it didn't this Didn't he get weekend. injured last time out as well? It's mm. Nova's day. Yeah, he yeah, had yeah, it. Yeah. sweet. Yeah, because yeah, David, um, David Savador was at the track ready to replace him. Yeah, good luck with that. He must have <laughs> knocked the <laughs> right part to. of his brain. He knocked the good bit of his brain. He got rid of something that was holding him back. Yeah, yeah. the left side of his hippocampus is now disintegrated. Yeah, it's just mush. no fear. <laughs> just, yeah, let, let's oh. be real though. He's he's very good for Austria. Like before, we go too mad about it. He's very aerodynamic. If you look at his body position, he is flat on the bike. It just passes yeah. over in there. Like some people are like arse up, head up. You know, a bit different. Sasaki is really good at staying flat and on a track like Austria which is you know mostly straight paid off yeah it did yeah yeah he's uh, really like he's still brilliant something. don't get me wrong yeah he, he showed something pure class today yes he's ready to go up yeah I think so whose seat's he going to take though do you guys there. know but no I'm, idea I don't know no. for Sasaki no idea no no, Patrona shit, I, wait. Yeah, mm. about that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, he had a solid race. Suzuki had a solid race in second. Very yeah. close. Yeah, um, apparently Fodger was ill. So clearly oh, yeah. what uh, they did is they must have given Fodger, like took the they ECU. Gave, they yeah. gave him yeah. wrong bikes, that's what it was. Yeah. No, they, they took Fodger's ECU, plugged it into Sasaki's because he was feeling stronger and gave uh, Fodger yeah. the standard ECU. Yeah, give Fodger the shit on. Yeah, because yeah, he wasn't feeling well. Well, have you seen Leopard have opened an official complaint, like a big three-page yes. complaint Heard about uh, this. against KTM <laughs> because of the uh, basically the development upgrades that they have been kind of adding to the bike that are not... Um... I don't see how they're illegal. Yeah, but it's not just the brake aero. It's, there's a lot yeah, more yeah. parts than just that. But like the main focus, obviously, is the brake aero. That's the... the, the... No, it's not. There's loads. Like it's not just brake aero. Oh, well, that's the one I read first. Like for example, I thought it might yeah, because I dobbed them in with somebody. <laughs> but else. no, but um, what I'm saying is like I don't see how that, for example, would be illegal because it's not. No, be, yeah, but the the bikes have to be. So they made it last year, so the bikes have to be identical until hmm. 2024. 
So you can't right. add stuff to the bikes. You can't add extra parts because they have to be the But same. that's it. It's removable, like the wheel covers. So yeah. it, it, it'll come in as legal, I guarantee it, because it's not a like, Fixed modification. Part. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah but the thing on. is, the, I think the issue is not that that was added. It's the issue that Leopard also tried to add the same thing and were told no. Oh, right. Was okay. there's clip-on or was there's structural? That's the, the difference. Like, was it bolted to the frame? Or, or the fork leg, or was it just a thingy, like a normal part? I don't know, yeah, but see, I'm assuming that the KTM is also removable. Yes, but that's that's know, why it, that's why they won't have a case because they, there's no way KTM would go in and be like, "Oh, yeah, look, we just bolted something new to our frame. Look at this layer yeah, part." It, mm. The issue is that KTM have had multiple parts accepted in, and Leopard and Honda have had multiple parts not allowed in, despite. So their issue is why is one brand getting preferential treatment and not the other one? I'd assume it's to do with how it's goes how much the bike. money KTM is yeah. pumping All into that, the yeah. donor. Maybe I don't no, know. I'd, I'd say it's to do with how how they go on the bike. It must be mm. that's, that's that's the only difference between the two, so to speak. That'll be interesting to see what comes of it. Probably, probably nothing. nothing. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. It's probably as muddy as well. Don't get me wrong. I'm not yeah. disputing that for a second. Yeah, I am, I'm quite proud to be part of that entire debacle, though, thanks to some sneaky... Oh, you're proud stuff. to be a snitch. Ooh. Yeah, but, um, yeah. <laughs> Snitches Moving get on. stitches, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just... I think as long as you can take it off, I think you'll be fine. Mm. Mm, I don't know. It depends. But, um, yeah, but look, Dennis Onshu, though, was pretty aggressive. What do you think of that? No! He's no. but he's so good though. He's what he's still the only rider that's finished every race, am I right? Yeah. Yep. Which I is mean, pretty impressive. Considering the way he rides, uh and yeah. he even hit the gravel today, didn't he? Albeit yeah. just a little bit. And he Yeah. And he, uh, yeah, well there was that all I love stacking him. I think he's the amazing. back of Suzuki. So yeah. he made the right choice. He is desperate for that win though, and he absolutely mm. What's gonna happen when it. he wins? He's gonna cry, fart, and shit himself at the same time. <laughs> Triple <laughs> <laughs> now, now what he's gonna do he's gonna win and then I think he'll go back to his wild ways because he'll be like Billy Big Plums yeah so I'm, I'm, like, I, plums. I'm, I'm hoping he goes the other way and like the win just gives him that extra 1% of confidence to keep winning but the Sasaki yeah, yeah. But I, think I don't know um, but on you, he's a he's a wild boy he's a wild nutter I he's, just a, he's a Keenan warrior man isn't he there's only two Hondas in, that are in the points today and both of them were Leopard. Yeah, and Scott was just out. Third yeah, Honda, well, hope he was. To, thanks to his team, once again, making a horrendous qualifying st- strategy. I'm trying to get the word out. Yeah, well and, uh, I'm not going into that again. No. Feelings were clear last pop before. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was a pretty solid Moto3 race. Um, maybe it's time to move to Moto2? Mm. I think I like so. Moto2. Moto2 is the best. Mm. You like Moto 2 anyway. Um, it was so, today, though. Nah. Going on pole position, myself, Cameron, and Ryan predicted Fernandez, and Jacob predicted Lopez, and it was Agura. Of course. So close. <laughs> For the race, I predicted Lopez to win, Fernandez second, Canet third, neither of them got on the podium, zero points. Jacob predicted Agura to win, Fernandez second, Vietti third, so Jacob gets 10 points. Nice. Cam predicted Fernandez first, Cannon second, and Jake Dixon third. So Cameron gets five points. 
Oh, sick. And Ryan predicted. He didn't wait, even yeah. know. <laughs> Ryan predicted Fernandez first, Cannon second, Lopez third, zero points. So, wait, what did standings. I predict again? Sorry. Fernandez, Cannon, Dixon. Where did Fernandez? Did where did Fernandez come? Oh, he, fourth. He, uh, fourth. Yeah, fifth. Oh, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah no, fair um, enough. I yeah, missed a free standings, so I'll do that again in a minute. Um, so, yeah, Ryan did Fernandez, Canet, Lopez. So, the point standings leaving that one is me on 203, Cameron on 146, Jacob on 127, overtaking Ryan, and Ryan on 126. Ooh. Ooh. Back on the podium. Um, I thought yeah. I just had 146. After no, you had 141. One. Oh, well, that makes sense. Because 141 plus 5 is 146. So... Oh, well done. Nice. <laughs> so, the most free <laughs> quickly were... Oh, oh, Garcia leads Eisen Guevara by 5 points. Then, Hodger uh, in 3rd, 49 back to Garcia. Ayumi Sasaki moves up to 4th overall. Jeremy Messier in 5th. Dennis Onshu 6th. Suzuki 7th. Minyo 8th somehow. That's I, 9th, and Artigas 10th. Excellent. Who was our luxury rider of the day? Oh, Sasaki. Sasaki. I, I nearly said Suzuki because he was by far and away the best Honda. Yeah, but, but come it's on. hard to look past Sasaki and his double long Yeah, but he's got there. the Leopard cheat code, so it doesn't yeah. really count. Hashtag didn't work packs. today, though. Couldn't pass him. Couldn't pass him, even no. in a slipstream. Cheat code didn't True. work. Put the wrong uh, wrong thing in. Um, <laughs> yeah, they put the bottom end back in. <laughs> Yeah, so moving to Moto2, it was a Honda Team Asia 1-2. Nearly fucking wasn't. I know. <laughs> no. Spicy. Honestly, when Chandra dived for that pass, right? I was like, my, oh my bum just went. I thought he was gonna I genuinely thought he was hitting him and taking them both out. Squeaky bum time. Uh, mm. if I if I was at home, squeaky bum, Hero Ayama must have just melted. Yeah, oh, what are you doing? <laughs> P2 okay. I didn't see it. Bullshit, who didn't? Well, did they not say something like they put it on his board a lot? Five laps. Yeah, so then when they took it off, they thought they, he thought that they were giving him the go-ahead to like try and take the win. <laughs> no. no. He just yeah, said he didn't sure. see it. <laughs> For five laps, he didn't see any reddance. I'm, right, I'm, okay. I'm calling testicles. No way. Yeah. If Absolute you're there for bollocks. a win, you're going to go for a win. You know, yeah. it's just racism. It everything. worked out and they can laugh yeah. about it, but... Oh. It was close. <laughs> And um, we saw Jake Dixon take yet another podium. That's his. Jake Dixon's actually had three consecutive podiums yeah. now. That's all yeah, right. That's good that's form. Solid. That, yeah, well that's his fourth of the year as well. Jake, and he's actually tied with Arbolino and Joe Roberts in the championship standings now. For fifth. Nice. Yeah, with all the 108 points. Um, that's yeah. so Jake did really well. He overtook Pedro Costa, who I think is my rider of the day, to come back with a broken femur and finish Aye. four. Minus on the box. I mean, oh. yeah, that yeah. was absolutely unbelievable and yeah, yeah. Like he could have been stood on the box which is a shame he wasn't but really really well, he really solid he ride he could have sat on the box <laughs> sat on the box yeah <laughs> really solid ride obviously Munoz got a podium in Moto3 we didn't really mention that really amazing ride for the youngster again <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah but it's like uh, sort of expected but, and the thing is right we've got Augusto Fernandez in fifth barely didn't even scratch the win today there's uh, Augusto Fernandez's consistency yeah. showing its face again. He's lost yeah. the championship lead by one point. Yep. Well. Is um yeah, it's a bit My rider of the day, Rory Skinner. 
obviously. <laughs> yeah, you should have biased again. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I mean, he didn't meet my target of beating Simone Corsi. He nearly did. No. He was, what, 0.2 of a second off? Yeah. Um, but uh, he's still my rider of the day because we well, love Rory Skinner. So Yeah, can't fault him. He, he won last. That's all we can ask. Yeah, he's done really well. Like, given that fact that he was racing the Kawasaki last weekend and he's back on a Moto2 this weekend yeah. again. No, an easy on a transition. Very unfamiliar track. Like, yeah, not an easy transition at all. My ride of the day was Senna Aegis. Yeah, Senna. The fact that he was like dead last after FP1 and he closed like 1.2 seconds by FP3. Six seconds really, off the win. Yeah, really. Off the win, off points, sorry. Off, off points. Off 15th. Yeah, six seconds off Ben Snyder in 15th. Yeah, after it's a long really lap. good. Yeah, and he got a long lap. Yeah, like he's had such a solid race. I'm really impressed by him. Obviously, on the Mark VDS squad, I'm glad that he'll be back there at Mizano. He doesn't know Mizano, but the, the thing is, he will be—he will know Mizano because he was there last year with the Chevrolet Three, really. wasn't he? Mm. But um, fair point. My point is, I think anyone other than VDS, VR46, or IO, it would have been a lot harder. He was in the ideal squad to learn. Mm. Oh yeah, VDS is the best team. He's going to go back to that. Um, Promo racing squad in the chat and be like, what the? <laughs> <laughs> this can what only. I, I fully expected to now go and win Chev Moto 2 after this. Well, yeah, he's, he's got his teammate Cardalus' royalty as well. Like, he's, he's in good hands. Because, like, Tulovic uh, has went back and he, he, was, he didn't make the step that he just did, for example, in, in World Championship. Well, Tulovic is now winning most. He's got a massive gap, though, Tulovic. So. Hmm. I still fully expect him to win Senate to win the rest now. Or at least yeah. a fair bulk of them. Well, what do you think about Celestino Vietti crashing again today? I thought that was pretty... Why was he rushing? Why did he rush it? He was I don't, such a Vietti thing to do. I'm, I'm going to play devil advocate. I don't think he was. I think he was just going so fast and was pulled in that he almost hit Chantra because Chantra was breaking material on him because he was slower. Mm. That's my but thing because it, it looked weird. Like it, it's not how your front end normally goes. Like it's but, not, he didn't tip in in the right spot. I think he was trying to avoid hitting Chandra. I think he was sucked in by the slipstream. The issue wow. is though, he's never going to win championship by crashing consistently. No. Like he's had four crashes now this season. Augusto Fernandez had two, Augusto has just had one. Mm. A world don't champion. Get me wrong, it's classic of Vietti. Like at yeah. this point, he's, it he's, really he's is. He's 27 points back now. But he a was world leading champion it recently. wouldn't have crashed there. A champion wouldn't have crashed there. They would have just went no. on and, and picked it I'd back just up. just taken and, a third. Yeah, mm. exactly. Yeah, I, I'm not sure like, on that one because I think that was a... I think there's less blame than all the others because of not only the way he was sucked in by the slipstream, but the, the track layout itself, obviously it's a hard breaking zone. If he was mm. sucked in, say, through a, you know, a fast corner where you break a little bit or let off or whatever, he could have just been fine. But because it's one of the hardest breaking zones on the track, he just sort of, it, it, it's amplified by 10. Mm. And that was enough to send him down. Only 10? I think so. Okay. Maybe 11. Maybe 11. Right. 10.3. Okay. Uh, it's well, like someone phone Vietti and let them know that Jacob tells them it's not his fault. I'm not disputing that for a second. 100% his fault. He should have known it was coming because of the speed he was catching Chandra. Well, that's it. Like, but nonetheless. Yeah, you, you take all this into consideration. Vietti's, is this a, what year is this in Moto2 now for him? 
Only a second, second year. Second, yeah. A second year. It still leaves raced enough to know what happens when you're catching oh, yeah. somebody and breaking behind them and you get you get stuck in their slipstream. I, I think it was, it was a happening. weird one. It was a weird one. I think Chandra did break early as well. So I think mm. that didn't help his cause kind of thing. Classic I think it was just tactic. like it was one of those. Yeah, I think he was trying to back him up for a guru. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he backed him right up for a guru in the end. Right, he did. Yeah, got like away I, with that one. Like I, it, it is something he should have been considering because team members, but you know, when you're doing 150 mile an hour, it's hard to consider these things, isn't it? Like, not defending him. He's probably thrown his championship away. He'll know yeah. as much as anyone, but I think this is more forgivable than a lot of his crashes. Mm-hmm. So, anything else of note? Lopez um, was good until he got Lopez bullied. Lopez again was really good. Yeah, oh, down again. into turn six, though. That Boscoscuro did not want to stop. I think it was more the Boscoscuro than anything else because oh. obviously Aldega struggled and had a crash. Um, you know, but I think that was more the Bosco than anything else. If it was on a Calex, I think he'd be up there the whole race. Because um, obviously the Bosco probably ate away his tyres a bit more. Yeah. And they didn't but, want to stop into that really hard breaking zone in T6. It just didn't. Yeah. It was the same as the Aprilia and Mojibi. A lot of, yeah, I was going to say, Elaine struggled there as well. Um, um, Kenneth Kubo has been given a long lap next race because he rejoined unsafely and took out SDK who was injured. Oh man! He's now got a broken foot. Yeah, oh, fifth. well done. Yeah, so that's uh, fully deserved. It might be a double long lap, actually. I want to see the video. I haven't seen it. Um, yeah, but like, but, he, yeah, unsafe rejoin says to me, he just swerved back. I didn't even look, and SDK was yeah. online. Bam. Yeah, I was like it. Oof. And Jeremy Acoba, top ten rookie, mm. play. really impressive. Again, um, quite excited to see where he's next year. Given the whole shake up, I do know some Moto three rumors, but I can't talk about them. And there will be a rider announcement at the Leopard come Mazzano. So, mm. And it's a, it's a good one. It's a good it's, one. It's very, very excellent. Excited. Very excellent. Very good. I'm very excited for that. But um, you, You're going to be shocked. It's Remy Gardner. Yeah, Remy Gardner's <laughs> going to Leopard Motor 3. I am shocked. Yeah. <laughs> I told you'd be shocked. Yeah. So shocked. No, it's not. It's not. It's yeah, it's it's a, yeah, I'm and Antonelli, Antonelli showed really good progress this weekend. And Lorenzo Dallaporto is eighth. LDP. I can't believe his bike broke. It was gutted for him. Yeah, it broke down. And then obviously Arbolino. broke out and then Arbolino smashed into it. Yeah. Did you see Arbolino doing the classic Italian hand gestures to him? Yeah, like, why? <laughs> <laughs> they're both Italians. They'll probably do it yeah. to each other. Like. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I think when he goes back into the pits, he'll realize that Dallaporto was totally blameless. Yeah, just, he, had, he didn't have a chance. Like, he didn't even hit neutral. The bike just died. Yeah, as oh. he came out the corners, didn't yeah. have power to, like, get yeah, it out. Literally, it, he yeah, literally, he hit the throttle and nothing happened. I like, bet he hit the kill oh, switch man. accidentally. Oh, no, imagine. He might have. Because, <laughs> like, he didn't yeah. go into neutral or anything. He just... He just kind of... Yeah. Maybe hit a neutral. It's I the think scariest bit of the track to be stuck on as well. Yeah. Not moving. Slow Ugh. corner, but then you're fast out. Slow. I think the, out, the marshals deserve a round of applause for getting those bikes off so quick yeah. and not causing yeah. a red flag. Yeah, because everyone was screaming for a red flag, but they got them away so yeah, fast. Yeah, you didn't need the red flag. They they did it so quickly and so efficiently that you know, round of applause there. Yeah, they're really, really, really good job. Um, Zaccone, I think, is hurt. I don't know exactly what he's done, but he was stretched off. Oh, no, he's fine. He's fine. He, he, he's a cleared fit, so he's fine. Ah, good, good. Happy days. Yeah. 
So the mm. Moto Two standings as before we leave to Moto GP. Ayagura leads the championship again by one point to Augusto Fernandez. Nice. Celestino Vietti in third, twenty-seven points back. It's Aaron Canet, Joe Roberts, Abelino, Dixon, Schrotter, Chantra, and Pedro Acosta. Just as Pedro a thing, Zepido. two races ago, Vietti was joint lead of the championship. The hell, gosh. Now he's what twenty-seven down. Did you say? Yeah, that, that more than a race down. Mm. That's how fast it can change at the top. Bad times. Right. Mm. MotoGP time, boys. Lovely. Um, so this is a bit more points scored. So, proposition, me, Jacob, Ryan went for Banaya. Cameron went Martin, and it was the wrong Ducati. It was Bastianini, who, ah. you know, who, you know, just so happens to go and get his first proposition since four years ago when he was on the layer part of Moto3. Yeah, so thanks for that. classically he hasn't qualified is he you know what I mean if if you've said Bastianini you're a liar you've made that up it's that simple (laughs) crazy fair play to him you know and um, (laughs) then third place no I went for Banai to win Vignale second Quattararo in third so I got 11 points because I got Mm -hmm. the winner and Quattararo out of place Jacob went Aspargo Banaya Bezzecchi so Jacob scores one point for Bagnaia in second. Cameron went Bagnaia first, Miller second, Zarco third. So Cameron gets one point for Miller and 10 points for Zarco. And Ryan went Bagnaia, Martin and Miller. So he nearly got all three, but Martin crashed out. Um, so Ryan gets 15 points because he got Miller third. Ah, that puts so, me last again. Dang it. Yep. So the championship <laughs> leading, leaving Austria is me with 214 points in the lead. Cameron in second with 157 Ryan in third with 141, and Jacob in last with 128. Yeah, my stupid outside prediction of bears. I picked the wrong one. You did. You did. Mm. So, because that leads firstly, into my rider of the day. Yeah, who's your rider of the day? Luca Marini. He had a bell. That's his yeah. best of a result, fourth place. And he didn't look out of place either. He looked so so good. He so caught him past the leash, like you know. Like, he got Alain, well. she got Rins, he got Zarco, he got Maverick Vinales. Mm. Like, finished 13th. Imagine if he qualified. I, I do think Maverick... He's on the front row at um, Mazzano, Mirini will be, so... Yeah. Like, if, mm. if Maverick... I think Maverick had break trouble. I'm just going to come out and say it now. I it, think he probably did have an issue. It didn't look right at all. Yeah, he was losing so much time. And, like, you, you know they're on the shoulder cam on board? You yeah. can see, literally, physically see the the bouncing of the bike. Yeah. Like yeah. that that's not normal. No, it's not. Um it's funny that Remy Gardner had a crash and still only finished two seconds behind Savador <laughs> to have Sava was running the rear spoiler. Well uh, that's oh yeah, he was. I knew he was running that special livery for Alex yeah. Camarini. Oh, God, that was well. nice. Yeah. That, that was beautiful. A nice livery. Mm. Speaking of crashes, though, Martin crashed and still finished tenth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he, he got up pretty quick. Seconds. You know, honestly, I, I hate to say it, but there was an air of inevitability about that crash. As soon as he went over the limit trying to pass Miller, that was it. You, you, you could tell he was either passing him or he was down. Not, yeah, not and both. his suit was open. I don't know if you noticed his suit oh. was wide open. Oh, yeah, the, the, the whole bus. zip zip broke. Apple stars again, man. Come on. Jeez. Uh oh. Whoever's providing but, their zippers needs looking at it. Yeah, come on, Will, time, but... Will Hussey, come on, sort it out, mate. <laughs> no, is it like... Will Hussey? No, it's, it's not Will Hussey. <laughs> Sorry, mate. <laughs> That's the wrong Will. <laughs> You're going to have to cut that out. 
Nah, I'll leave it. Will Hussey's a legend, he's fine. No, it so, is. Like, I, my problem with it is, like, it's just... It, Will Mitham. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Will Mitham. For such a safe, like, thing, zip is a done. There must be a better sealing option than a zip. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Really I, I can't name one off the top of my head. Like, but it's like they, they, you know, they, they're not great. Curious, maybe right. Um, maybe they should just make a one-piece leather suit. They open at the top, like a big wetsuit that's made of yeah. leather. Yeah. <laughs> what was a zip? Um, but going on to the actual race, Fabio Cotteraro. Oh man, champions ride in a sea of Ducatis. That man just absolutely <laughs> hey, killed hey, it. Hey, world champion he already is a world champion I don't mean to say future so uh, just for the bingo oh it was a champion's ride <laughs> shut up the concertina <laughs> effect what? I've never said that in my word in my life what does that mean oh, it's when you've got when you've got a fan I know, I know what you mean <laughs> okay. anyway yeah Good Fabio Lord. had an absolute bang of a race and he was catching Pecco with some Mm. Speed on that last lap. Half, half a second. Half a second. Yeah. Whether he'd have passed him lap. is a different story. Let's yeah, be honest. He'd have sent it. He'd have tried. Oh, yeah. He'd have given it a go. I, I don't think Pecco would allow him to get close enough, honestly. Pecco is looking fire. And I think he'll win Mazzano as well. Yeah. So that'll make it four wins in a row. But for a tear off, he'd already be a Mazzano winner, you know? So, that, yeah, I see yeah. no reason to doubt that. Mm-hmm. I think he'll, he's, he's led the last two, as we've said. Um, he looked really good. Jack Miller looked outstanding. Zarco fought his way back up to fifth. Do you think this race secured Inea as the factory rider? Because mm, I don't. Martin, well, we didn't really get to see because his his tire was damaged. Yeah, his rim bent. His wheel where he hit a curb. Yeah, some I think uh, somebody in the um, somebody at Michelin purposely dropped it so that it would damage his race. <laughs> yeah, and then Martin's team manager just snuck it to Michelin. <laughs> yeah, someone from Pramac just gave the money under the table. That would change no, his apparently race. Apparently, you hit a coup. A curb at a racetrack. Yeah, but apparently, he hit it at a funny <laughs> angle and it bent it. Like, right. not badly, but enough that the air was just leaking out the slow puncher. Jeez, oh, that's a nightmare. Ooh. But of course, because they run such low PSI, like surprisingly low pressures mm. on those tyres, like you can literally squish up. It's, it's mental. Because it's helium as well, isn't it? So it's lighter. And nitrogen and stuff. It's just, it's, it's yeah. all mild. Like Very it explodes. Yeah, yeah. It, expl- yeah. it wouldn't explode, sorry, is my point. But mm. um, got to, like I've, I've it got was just though. hissing out, apparently, at like 0.1 bar per lap. But it's enough. And he could well, obviously yeah. feel the difference. Like that, that goes yeah. to show how good they are, that he could feel the difference and knew something was yeah. wrong. So, with the race, though, I want to give some credit, though, to Darren Binder, who was absolutely mm, killing it early stages of the race. Where he was sadly he? crashed out. He was up to like 13, funny. 12. Maybe even higher. 12. Bloody hell, man. 12th place when he crashed out. He deserves to stay, really, but he there's does. not enough seats. Yeah, Remy he, he's not staying. He's not staying. Remy Gardner's out, as Remy said today himself. Mm. Yeah, Darren's out. Um, I, I would personally give him a shot on the Aprilia. Yeah, I would. Razzler has said he doesn't want a rookie. It, it, the solution's right there in front of you. Well, put put Remy and Raul on the RNF. Why not? Oliveira's getting one of them, so... Well, I think if Oliveira goes, stays with Gas Gas... He's not, he's not, he's not. He's not, but if he he's does, not. then Binder will be there like, ooh. Yeah. 
But he's not. He's not. Because yeah. he even said he's got no... He doesn't... He, there's a lot of things behind the scenes. Miguel's very angry at KTM. Mm. And said la- even you, said last year that he wanted to leave KTM. So Did you... No. Um, did you hear what Remy said about the whole situation? No. KTM have done it again. I'm not surprised because they have. Mm. Yeah. Like they've sacked off Lacrona. They're doing it to now to Remy and Raul. It's like, ugh, what are you doing? Yeah, man? three years ago we were talking about KTM as brilliant management. Yeah, we were. I remember we even did it on this podcast. Now, I'm not so sure. Absolute clowns of the paddock. You Bring know, it all back is a great idea. Yeah, bringing Paul's great. Masterstroke. And getting Miller, I think. Yeah, I think that factory team runs really well, but the satellite team, they're just like, you know what, let's just roll the dice on anyone we think. Like, how the fuck, right, is Remy and Raul, who were first and second in last year, both not going to see... Yeah. Like, it just doesn't make sense. RNF needs to step up. Razlan truly knows how his bread is buttered. If he can pick up both of those with Red Bull sponsorship... Whether they'll keep it if they're leaving KDM is a different story. Yeah, they but, will. They but will. like, you no, know, the Red Bull money that they could bring, Razlan ain't stupid. He knows what that would bring. Yeah, but he's he's liking the look of Darren Binder and all. It'll probably be Oliver and Raul Fernandez. That, mm. That'll be. It'll be at least one Tech it Three boy. It will. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then the thing is, Remy should then stay at Tech Three, but he's not because now they're looking to Augusto Fernandez, and then Augusto Fernandez will come in next year, not perform, and then they'll sack him off. Yep. And they'll get Pedro Costa in, he'll struggle, and they'll sack him off. Yep. And then it'll be Elgardo. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah, like something KTM needs to change. You're not learning. Yeah, like something needs to change. They like they I get it's a cutthroat sport. You know, don't perform, you're out. But when your bike is clearly it's not shit. quite at the level of the others, it's still a damn good bike overall. Like make no bones about it. It's still a very fast bike. It's just missing that. Tiny mm. ingredient. Tech Being... three need to go back to Yamaha. Yeah. Right. Uve has said he's never been happier with the professional working relationship than he is now. Yeah, right. but can you be happy running around at the back of the grid with two exceptionally talented riders? I wouldn't be happy with that. If these two riders are in the back of the grid. Well, yeah, but if these two riders are in the back of the grid and you've got Fabio Digia destroying them, there's an issue. Yeah. Not necessarily. As we've seen, not necessarily. As we've seen, these two were first and second last yeah. year in the class of the field. As we've seen, not everybody who's brilliant on a Moto Two can go and dominate a Moto GP and vice versa. Yeah, but yeah, both of course, them. both of them. Yeah, both of them on the same like, bike. Yeah. yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like DJ has destroyed him because he is a bloody good rider on a Ducati. If either yeah, of those were on a Ducati, they would probably be at if not above DJ's level. If 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 Ralph Fernandez was on a Ducati, he would be. He'd be in the con- fighting for wins. I don't think I have wins. No doubt. But I, I would suggest top sixes. Top. He'd be Marini Bears level. Yeah, for I, was sure. say, I think be, he'd be doing what Bears is doing. He'd be way up there, at least. You mm. know, he'd be absolutely outstanding. But it's, uh, it's just really. The KTM like, was a good idea for Remy because he's Aussie. You know, typical Aussie loves the papa, loves the driftiness, loves the slippery, and the KTM is on paper a perfect match for that. But then, why don't they then tarmac? keep the? Why aren't they going to keep the continuity of? Oh yeah, they know the last year's right. We've now got Pollen there. Let's make a step forward. I think that is, yeah. you know what? Well, let's just try and put somebody else on there. I and think then, there's so much behind on, the scenes that's KDM yeah, but they're keen on like retaining Oliveira, and it's like mm. he doesn't want to be there anymore. Like, mm. get mm. over it. Stop trying to 
Because all you're doing, like, I, I don't blame them for wanting to try to retain Oliveira because he's a fucking great writer. He is, but they're going to burn off the relationship with Remy. They're going to burn off the relationship yeah. with Oliveira as well. That's exactly what I was just about to say: is don't sacrifice your relationship with another rider to keep someone who potentially would not perform because he doesn't want to be there. Like with Raul, they've already destroyed the relationship with because they put him up there and he didn't want to be there. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. again. That was I, I understand in a way. Because they wanted Pedro, they wanted Augusto, it was all done, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, it's all Pedro's fault. Yeah, <laughs> fucking hell, Pedro. Why did you win the Motors 3 title? Why are you Idiot. so good? <laughs> like, on paper, Fernandez, again, was a good choice to move up. He was. But mm-hmm. when you don't want to be there, it's like, it's like a footballer. If he's already mentally at another club, he ain't going to perform for you. You've mm. seen it so much. Like, if you're at somewhere else, then it's pointless. You might as well not turn up. That's it. And and he's known he's... from Jerez that he isn't going to stay. Fernandez. Yeah. That's a while ago. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he's and he's not done yeah. shit all since then. It's really bad. And um, it's just horrendous, KTM. Like, what are you doing? Man? Miller's a brave boy going there at the minute. Brave boy. I, uh, yeah. Some balls on him to do that. Like, fair play. To he's he's a big honest. check that he's getting each year. Because at the end of the day, they could just, after two years, just go, yeah, fuck off. Yeah, like... Like, the fact that Zarko went there and it was horrendous and... I sort of... I'll forgive him that because it was still quite a new project when Zarko went there. And yeah, as we've seen, Zarko is about as mentally strong as a peanut at the minute. Yeah, but KTM just chuck rides out constantly. Yeah, like... like but Zarko like, was... Everybody saw it come in, but was still surprised when it happened, which confused me. Mm. Yeah, because it is, I think it's a way it happened. But going back to MotoGP and on to another rider quick, Alex Marquez started 25th and finished 14th. Yeah, like round of applause for Alex. Yeah. Um, and also, Darren Binder was beating Franco Morbidelli today. Yep, by, by places. Like, not mm-hmm. just next to him. He was way ahead of him. I yeah. say way, but in, in terms of releases. What's going yeah. on there? Taka the again is, doing Taka things. Yeah. That probably it. seals um, the deal for me. Nah, he's, he'll have it next year because Agura doesn't want to move up. Yeah. Would you want to move up? No. I wouldn't want to move up. I wouldn't want to be on that Honda. Nope. But the thing, the thing is, is, that's the thing. You, the only bike you want to be on right now is a Prillia and a Cathy. Yeah. Yes. That's the only thing. And people are like, oh, there's too many Ducatis. And it's like, well, yeah, because no one wants to ride a Honda. No one wants, yeah. like I'd rather go to World Superbikes than ride a Honda in MotoGP. The thing is, though, if a guru moves up, he knows he has a job for ten years. Yeah, because he's <laughs> Japanese, of course. Yeah, but... like so he can he can sort of ride the storm and do poorly on the poor Hondas because, as they said yeah, last he part, can they also, will fix it. He can also buy this time a Moto Two and let yeah, them fix the Honda it. before he goes up. That's what I'm saying. He has such luxury that a lot of people do not, which is a great position to be in. Yeah, it's just the MotoGP is weird at the moment. Because as I said, Honda will fix it. You know, it's Honda, it's big red. They'll yeah. do it. Well, they always. And then when they've got the winning bike again, a guru can come up, arrive like you know, bam, here I am. Well, that's why Marquez was there on the Friday to try and you know help point them in a solid direction. But... Yeah, him and Alex have uh, allegedly split, haven't they, with Al Zamora? With Al Zamora, and they're going to be replaced by the head of marketing in the. For Red Bull in Spain, apparently. So. Is that not the Fernandez manager? Um, I don't know. Fernandez, August, no, not Fernandez, not August. Raul. Raul Fernandez was managed by a top person for Red Bull in Spain, but Raul Fernandez has also changed managers four times in the last few years because he's notoriously hard to work with. 
No. Ooh. A fiery character, is he? I tell you something as well. So is Adrian. Adrian. Yeah, so I was about to say, like, I, I do not like Adrian Fernandez. I'm just going to come out and say it. He's he's lot, but I can tell you this, Adrian Fernandez won't be running for Tech 3 Motor 3. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Um, I do not like Adrian Fernandez, but I felt so sorry for him when the Stefan Pyra said, you know, we did everything to keep Raul. We even employed his brother. How like, unwanted must you feel? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, that, like, 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 part of me thinks, oh, well, you earned that with your shit attitude. But it's like, you're not supposed to come out and say it. Not destroy a kid's confidence, like. Yeah, it's them two are, they're weird. They wouldn't want to meet them in a back alley, would they, together? They're, they are scary, man. They kick crazy eyes. Yeah, they're, they are interesting. But, um, yeah, is Dovey second to last race in MotoGP? I'm, I, it's time, isn't it? Yeah, Much like Carmelo. Done. I'm looking forward to seeing Cal though. <laughs> That'll be nice. Oh yeah. Uh, Everyone loves to see Cal on track. He's not going to do any nice. more than Dobby, is he? No, but he's yeah, just a but... nice guy. Yeah, he's yeah. a nice Interviews, the grid interviews. Good and to see that. him and Jack Miller on the grid together. But if people oh, are yeah, expecting him to uh, come in and improve on Dobby's results, you, no you're one's in for a rude... that. <laughs> no. Well, a lot of British people are. Well, of course. They're, and they're in for a rude awakening. That's all I can say. So I get Jake Dixon on the gas gas next year and watch him. It'd be outstanding. Just and then watch. they'll sack him after a year. <laughs> well, that's... Do you know what? Like, going back to that quickly, do you know what? I was one... Uh, KTM and gas gas now going to have separate management. Because did you notice Pip Byra was introduced as gas gas factory racing team manager, not KTM? Yeah, but- because it's under the Pit Byra Motorsport Group. Well, is that why they've brought in uh, Guidotti to manage KTM and and then Pit will do Gas Gas? Maybe, yeah, maybe. Like, I well, didn't yeah, think it'd be Hervé, wouldn't it? Like, Hervé's team manager. Yeah, yeah, but like, obviously, like, KTM's got a team manager and then Guidotti and then there's um, people above him in there. Yeah, but, but, yeah, but Guidotti is obviously the manager of a team, but he doesn't oversee Tech 3, does he? But yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, is it going to be who are they going to answer to Pitt now? Kind of thing. He already does. Yeah. But, but Jess Pitt, not Trunk and Pulse, not Pyra. No, he'll see what I'm saying? the same people. Because it's, it's still the Pitt Pyra motorsport group. Because I'm wondering the are they going to split them into two yeah. separate entities in terms of no, management? It's just, well, it's the same company. Like I said, it's the Pitt yeah, Pyra oh, motorsport group. Yeah, they're all so managed by Pyra that's Mobility. Gas, gas, KTM, and Husky. And it's yes. all the same people. And they've, all it is, it's a different colour motorcycle and a different brand yeah, the yeah. same people above. I'm just wondering it. Like, I, it just they struck me. Like, introducing them as gas gas only. It was, yeah, it was I know what you one. mean. It's just they're trying to differentiate, but they can't. It's the same. It's just a redo mm. repatch. Well, yeah, they all come under the Pyra Mobility Group. So. Yeah. Yeah, but um, one last thing as well with Alicia Spargaru. Aprilia had a terrible weekend, but Alicia Spargaru yeah. still salvaged a stick. And last year you go, Alessio Spargo, sick place, they've matched their best ever result. That's amazing. And now it's mad. I, I it? think both, quickly changes. Like, really a struggle from the off year. Yeah. And I, I, I think the bigger breaks of Austria really threw them off. Like, and again, it's sort of understandable because they're still a very young team, like brand new bike, like in terms of data and stuff. Yeah. So it's, it's forgivable. You know, they, they, you can't expect them to be performing in every single race after where they've been. Mm. 
It's a very different track to pretty much everywhere we've been as well. It's the most stop. I was and expecting go, a like, brilliant to do well here, honestly, because hmm. of the stop go nature. Yeah, so for the front end, not. I was, I was a little surprised. Yeah, I mean, on paper, you'd think it's got all the makings of, yeah, mm. going just as well as the Ducatis, really. But but those extra, I, I do think the extra brakes because have you seen the actual discs, like special Austria discs? They're bigger, yeah, they're, massive, they, aren't they? they're bigger, thicker, the lot. I, I think it really affected the Aprilia more than others. Right, okay. Been, yeah. And you have to run them because after Vinales' brake explosion, where he didn't run them a couple of years back, yeah, you, you don't want to take that risk. No. Nope. You've just got to power through it. Who was yeah. your rider of the day, Cav? Um, Probably Fabio. He made that Yamaha Mine's do Fabio, stuff yeah. that just shouldn't have done. I mean, yeah, you had Darren Binder running in 12th. If he'd stayed yeah. on, it would have been interesting uh, to see if he could have dragged Diam any further. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, it just the yeah, Fabio and the Yamaha shouldn't have been there, and it was once again. And I've got mm. one other thing for you. Oh, do you think Anaya would have won? No, no, I do. Genuinely, it, it, I think he would have been. The, no, no, I, I do think he would have been the only one, especially where he started, who could have took it to Pego. Probably, yeah. Like, because he was good, but then he was dropping back a little bit. So. Yeah, he, he was there. And then you, you could pinpoint the exact moment where the, the wheel went up T1 on yeah. like lap two or three. And he what, went wide. That um, was it. What compounds did he go with? It wasn't anything to do with his compound, I don't think. Like, no, the actual no, no, but I just, I'm just thinking, like, hypothetically, if it, if none of that had happened, I have no idea. What, long, I, what would, did, he would changed did he have a to a front? Me, medium front, I believe. I, I'm sure he changed on the grid. No, soft front, medium rear, he was. Mm. Yeah, like, I'm just wondering, yeah, would he have had maybe just a bit of extra yeah, grip maybe, at the yeah. end or whatever? Because that might have just been the difference, who knows? But, mm. Yeah. Know. But, like, and, um, we know he's a master of late race, isn't he? Like, I think that's he would be the only one to nail Peck over there. Mm. An extra lap and Fabio would have had it, but... I disagree. I, I think Peck would just... Of course you do. Contrarian. No, 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 like, genuinely, <laughs> Peck he let off because it was the last lap. Let's be real. Uh, but I mean, it got close though. I mean, to lose pretty much. It a would second. have been interesting to see if it was him wearing off, but you can't believe otherwise. He he'd done the hard work. He wouldn't have. You know, I think he just mm. cruised to the finish. I think maybe. it just made it look more interesting than it actually was, kind of thing. Maybe, maybe, maybe. One last point before we end. Okay. Um, we discussed quite heavily your Amir last time and uh, he's had a horrendous crash today. Big, massive high side. Mark Marquez, and, Indonesian level high side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and has broken his ankle. Oh, so it, he might miss Mizano and Guintoli might also be unavailable to ride at Mizano. Yeah, they'll just run rins, won't they? Because they can do one so race. They'll run, they'll run to Suda. No, they'll just run Jess rins. No, it's, because it's two weeks' time. Yeah, but it's they have to. No, no, they um they have to do it races. So they got Mayor can, Mayor can miss one race, but he can't miss two. Then they have to replace him on the second race, not time. No, if it's more than ten days, they have to replace him. Is it? Yep, mm. that's the rule. Because they even said it on BT. Gwintoli said, "Yeah, it'll probably be to Suda." Oh, well, on. there you go. <laughs> Doesn't get much more in well, the loop than that. Horse's mouth, mate. <laughs> yeah. Well, if it's like if it is Suda, my God, he's going to be. Five, six seconds yeah, off. But my point is, I feel horrendously sorry for you, Amir, still. <sighs> Same. First they, ju- they just need to announce it. But Get the I monkey think they've off the sorted back. it out. They've sorted it out because it was an issue with money and Repsol and yeah. 
something, but they've managed to sort it out now. I think Yomi has signed on the dotted line now. Like, my, honestly, my fee, my feeling is just buy him out of his Suzuki contract. Get him on the Honda now. LeBron will do what, the yeah. test right What team? <laughs> with Repsol. Le- <laughs> There's no spot. Yeah, with Repsol. Because obviously, just put Bardle back on the testing. Get him on the bike, familiarise himself, like like they did with Maverick. Yeah, but then what happens when Mark comes back and there's nowhere to put him? Well, that's it. Mm-hmm. They can't run three bikes. No, that's it. Like, Mark, then don't let Mark come back. It's not difficult. Michael, no, that's, Michael that's wants to come back. Marquez <laughs> yeah. yeah, wants that's to come back take. and he will come back. Yeah. Yeah. Mark will come back. He said it at the Mazzano test. So. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I still him. would, based on what we've seen the last two years with rushing back, yeah. Honda should be firm with him and say, no, you come back next year. Regardless of if they premiere in or not. Yeah. They, they're not gonna they're not gonna buy that's the one of the worst takes I've ever heard from you buying <laughs> the mayor's why, contract out. Why would they not? What's Suzuki gonna say? Oh no, we need him next year. No. No, but Suzuki are gonna be like, oh yeah, have our rider, that's fine, you know, just take it. Why it's, why do they care? No. Like genuinely. If anything, because of this old diesel gate, they need money. They buy Miro ten million euros. That was a big payment. Yeah, they've still them. got they've still got sponsors and bills. And yeah, I think it would cost Mears, them more. Mir's got a rent Monster yeah. Energy contract. Ooh, that's the, yeah, obviously sponsors and, would be bigger. I think there's and where money the fuck solves everything. Him? Honda are not going to be like, sorry, Mark, sorry, you can't race now because you're Mir's on a bike now for the rest of like, the year. Genuinely, that's what I would do, and I would Mark keep Mark kick fresh. shit off. Well, yeah, that's going to be course a... he would, but it, you know, he marks out the run of Repsol for far too long now. That's in this place. A, he's the, he's a the rider. Team. Yeah. That's a horrendous take. Um, it's not moving on it's really to the standings before I end this podcast. <laughs> it worked for Maverick <laughs> and Aprilia, didn't it? You know I mean? oh, different, different kettle of fish. Different there. Kettle. Of course oh, it is. But why wouldn't it work? <laughs> because it's Repsol Honda. Yeah. Like Mia would have a rude awakening on that. Like, like I appreciate the suggestion, but it's, it's just, it, but also uh, fundamentally, it just can't work. He appreciates it, but he doesn't appreciate it. Is what he's saying to you, Jacob. So. <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> it, but you're wrong. <laughs> oh, Maybe comment if that's right or not. Like, yeah. like honestly, I do think they, it would be quite sensible of them. Yeah, I'm trying to wrap this podcast up because we really need a wee. So, um, well, you know, you should have a man's champ- bladder. The championship standings is Fabio Cotteraro with 200 points. The Lady Spargo is now 32 points back after losing 10 points that race. Bagnaia in third with 44, gaining five on Fabio Cotteraro. Zarco fourth, Miller fifth, Bastianini sixth, Binder seventh, Riddens eighth, Martin ninth, and Oliveira in tenth. Tied with Vinales in eleventh. Silverstone well. is looking a little bit more costly for a leash now, isn't it? After that. Massively. I mean, did you see the thing where he hopped off the bike and landed on his foot? Yeah, jeez, oh, he didn't do himself any favours there. Yeah, not good. Because apparently a heel is like a honeycomb. And, um, like, the bone structure. And when you break it, you sort of break the comb, so it takes forever to heal. It's going to be an absolute pain in the arse for weeks right now. Lovely. Well, pain in the foot, you mean. (laughs) Anyway, right, thanks for listening to this podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it. We're back next time, and yeah, sick. Bye. Bye, everybody.